I want you to remember that no bastard ever won war by dying for his country. He won it by making the other poor dumb bastard die for his country. All real Americans love the sting of battle. Americans play to win all the time. That's why Americans have never lost and will never lose a war. And will never Strapping guns and the ammo, wearing fatigues with the camel, serrated blade like Rambo. My goons are ready for war, like Captain Lou Albano, Arnold in commando, bounty hunting like Mando, swinging the hammer of Thor, mind bending bullet thrower, AR-15 rifle holder, ghost recon, future soldiers watching, coming through the door. Elite berserker, armor, Daryl Dixon, zombie archer, iron spider, Peter Parker, enemies dropping to the floor. Warrior web, exoskeleton, Z-Man, glove development, unimpending atomic element, U.S. Space Force deployed, cybernetic secret residence, quantum computer intelligence, nanotechnology, evidence, science barriers destroyed, ultrasonic mind control, psychosis, Adderall, drone surveillance on patrol, virtual eyes in the skies, behind G on every pole, big brother on a roll, ask Alexa, she will know, neural networks in disguise. Sweep a shotgun, arm style striker, Starfleet phaser, William T. Riker, infrared tracking, fighting pit viper. I escaped from New York like snake plissken, venom spitting carnage, young Blake Griffin, beat slam harder, the force of a piston, studio in Vegas, big dog, Sonny Liston. On the next level, lifted like I'm Zion, pedal to the metal, nothing but the bottom nylon, never leave a trail, no breadcrumbs or ions, never gonna fail to shake up suckers like some Good evening, fuckers, and welcome back to another edition of the Patriot Party. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better half. The Lynn. Good evening, Patriots. And here we are, yet another episode in, and uh, we got a lot of shit to cover tonight. Well, it's about a mediocre news week, I would have to say. Uh, We've had some interesting developments come up, and uh, can't wait to get into them, though. Uh, We're going to be covering the census, new census data that's come up. 
because, uh, uh-oh, somebody listened to us. Well, fuck me running. <laughs> Stop stealing my line. Some uh, more Soros stuff. Well, oh, shit. Some uh, Klaus Schwab stuff, too. Yeah, we got some election fraud updates that we're going to be bringing up. Yeah, uh, some crazy shit going on there. Yeah, uh, there's been a lot of updates with that one because, you know, again, if the liberals aren't scared of it, I don't understand why they're trying to stop it. Um, then we got some job numbers, uh, seasonal mask wearing, which is becoming really fucking weird. <clears throat> along with another Fauci says, um, and then Fauci, uh, talking about Wuhan labs and the CCP and functions for research and all sorts of other shit. There's a bunch of shit we're going to cover. We're going to kind of jump around. Well, we're not going to really jump around. We've got a set schedule what we're going to follow, but, um, we're going to try and keep it as uh, to the norm as possible. So, uh, starting out tonight, well, actually, uh, we got any housekeeping from the last time? I don't think we do, honestly. I don't remember anything that comes to mind. Nobody mentioned anything. Um, we did have a couple comments. Uh, again, appreciate the comments. Keep the comments coming. Uh, likes, love, whatever you want to do with it. You can shit on it if you want. We've had a couple of shitty comments, too. We enjoy those, too, because we're going to call that person out tonight, too. Um, <clears throat> as we started out tonight, we did the Red Pill EP uh, ready for war. Uh, that's his fourth song, I think, on that album. Yeah. Am I right? Four? Yeah, it's four. Third, maybe. It might be three. We're skipping around because there's one we're specifically leaving off because we're going to use that from now on for our opening for another special episode that we do. But either way, jumping right into this. Um, new census data. This came from the American Thinker this week um, on uh, May 8th. So 5821, new census data raises serious questions about the 2020 election fraud. Man. Wait, wait, go back. What, what was that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, whoa, 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 stop. <laughs> Slow your fucking roll. Because what did I say? I was right. No, what did I say the last episode? You said that I your said census data lends credence if, to my election fraud, exactly. fraud theory. If they can touch that, they can touch that. They can touch this. And that's all I'm saying. If they can do that to that, they can do that to this. Somebody else put the numbers together and has noted another thing that doesn't make any fucking sense. So here we go. According to the website called Election Wizard, newly released census data contains an anomaly when it comes to equaling with the reported electoral results. Hmm. Well, how, how is that possible? Well, the U.S. Census data released last week called into question official vote tallies from the 2020 election. As a part of the census, the government collects data on citizens who self-report as having voted in the presidential election. The collected data shows an unusual anomaly in the reported results. Now, granted, understand, I don't have any numbers that follow this anomaly. I didn't dig into this story as deep as I probably could have. I didn't do it half as much as what I did <clears throat> when I started comparing data from years past to what was uncovered in the last census concerning people. So this one, I don't have a whole lot of numbers to support this article. I just found it and I thought, man, that's just fucking crazy. And it says, according to the census, the recorded number of people voting in 2020 was tallied at 154,628,000. On the other hand, officials, official results place the number of actual ballots cast slightly north of 
of 158 million. That, that is discrepancy. That is a discrepancy of almost 4 million people. Hmm. If the census data are correct, then about 4 million votes mysteriously were added to the electoral totals. Usually the census data and the reported vote totals correlate very closely. If the census data, um, speaking to pollster Richard Barris, during the episode of Inside the Numbers, lawyer Robert Barnes said historically the census tends to pin the nose on the donkey and the recorded vote numbers and the actual results, in other words, are often two data sets reasonably they match. Then he said, Barnes is right. For example, the Bureau was nearly spot on in 2008, slightly under the reporting of 131 million voted people voted, while the official result totals was 1 million 131,300,000 300, ballots were cast. And according to the census numbers, this goes back to my point of 16%. I mean, you look at the totals and you look at what was voted, we're back at 16% again. I'm sorry, that's within the 16% margin. Of course, sometimes the census missed the mark, but for decades, in almost every case where the census grossly botched the results, it was because the Bureau over-recorded the numbers of those who voted. It is very suspicious, but far from conclusive. Certainly, it does justify questioning the, the election results and auditing where possible. So, <clears throat> some basic math. Actually, according to the Council of Foreign Relations, which would be a whole different podcast, but just wait a minute. That's a huge liberal organization. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's a whole, <clears throat> that's a whole different podcast, but cause they, they're in some, some deep nasty shit. But anyway, um, that's neither here nor there. According to them, 159,633,396 people voted in the 2020 election. Okay. So round up 160 million people. How many registered voters are there in the United States? According to the census or according to, According to actual voter I have registration, no idea. 100, I, I haven't looked. 133 million. So again, you have 133 million registered voters. You have 160 million votes cast. Well, in 2020, according to this, 154 million 628 thousand were cast. I don't know where we get the 175 million that was originally reported on most of the major news networks, to include Fox News. Yeah, that's uh, that's another number that million. That's, that's another number that we just, just disappeared. Can't explain. I mean, but nobody's asking any questions about that. Well, because it was the most safe and secure election in history, don't you know? Well, that's what the liberals tell us. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't believe that. I mean, you should trust the government. They have no. your best interests at heart. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't hear the sarcasm, don't be right there. So no. No, no, no. I don't trust. I don't trust the government as far as I can throw fucking Jerry Nadler. Well, that's not very far at all. Cause that guy's <laughs> like, what? he's pushing at least 250. Exactly. Now. He's a big boy. And I mean, I've got some crazy super strength, but even yeah, I'm not, no, that, strong. You're not nope. that strong. Nope. Nope. So then we move right along. Um, man, we got some shit too. This one is, this one gets deep and I'm trying to figure out which way this is better to run, which story I'm going to run with first, but I think I'm going to run with this one. So re remember last episode, we talked about um, the investigation, uh, not the investigation, but we were talking about 
Rudy Giuliani and everything that took place with Rudy Giuliani. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to harp on this one because I think I beat the sh- That horse is dead and buried and you pulled him up and beat him some more. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I exercised his grave and I said, hey, look, come here, motherfucker. You're going to work some more. But, um, <clears throat> well, go ahead and just leave it one week or not even one week. Four days. Four days, we already have more shit coming out about this. And this is a big one. Um, so <clears throat> remember how I said Giuliani, he is going to be a target. Because yeah, he knows everything, yes. Because, well, he's investigated it, and he's got a lot of evidence that proves one way or the other. Anyway, <clears throat> there's another person that will also be targeted. John Solomon is... They're already going after him. Exactly. They've been going after him. And he's a reporter. If anybody should be protected, it's John Solomon. And not a reporter like we call ourselves reporters, like a, a real reporter. Okay. Are you done? Yeah. Are you going to let me actually talk or are you just going to steal it from me? You've been talking the whole time. Right, so, yeah. So, uh, it, this one is a weird story, but it it kicks off and I can't help but read, read you the story. And I'm, I guess I'm going to do a little reading tonight because I guess I decided that by picking this story first. But investigation finds massive wrongdoing by prosecutor encased against ex-Missouri governor. St. Louis prosecutor Kimberly Gardner engaged in 62 acts of misconduct, which resulted in 79 false representations during the prosecution of Eric Guyton's memo alleges Missouri chief legal Dis- uh, disciplinarian officer accused in St. Louis's top prosecutor sweeping misconduct. They failed the prosecution of former government, Eric Guidance saying he lied to judges and court filings and testimony withheld ex- exculpatory evidence from the defense and misled her own prosecution team and violated constitutional rights to a fair trial. St. Louis circuit attorney, uh, Kimberly Gardner, one of the early local prosecutors bankrolled by Now, remember, this is within the second paragraph. Bankrolled by liberal mega donor George Soros. Well, he owns all the district attorneys. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm sorry. What's the point? (laughs) There's just no point anymore. Engaged in 62 acts of misconduct, which resulted in 79 misrepresentations of the George Greitens, now dismissed criminal prosecution, according to Chief Disciplinary and Counsel Alan Palso's memo, obtained Wednesday by Justice News, probable cause exists to believe that she is a respondent of the guilty professional uh, profession of misconduct, uh, declared Patzels. Uh, keeps going. Anyway, Patzels also accused uh, Gardner of lying during the disciplinary proceedings long after the case was dismissed against Gretchen's and a former Navy SEAL rising Republican star who was forced to resign the governor in, less than 20, in 2018, less than two years after he was sworn in. Uh, the dis- disciplinary action against Gardner follows the 2019 indictment of former chief investigator of the case and ex-FBI agent William Tisseby on seven felonies alleging that he committed perjury, evidence tampering during the guidance probe. So that is huge. I don't care where you are. You'd be a cop anywhere. And evidence tampering is like um, you fucked a kid. I mean, it is right up there. It is. I mean, it is up there amongst the top like shitbag things you can do. Even criminals don't respect that shit. They'll kill your ass in prison for that. Uh, well, because that's usually why they're in prison, yeah. Tabisi said she offered and elicited false testimony when questioning any of the members of Tabisi's uh, jury and, or I'm sorry, uh, fellow members of Tabisi's 
court. And uh, Gardner in St. Louis, the first black chief prosecutor, filed an initial response to the allegations suggesting race and politics were involved in the disciplinary action, but acknowledges she made mistakes in the Greitens prosecution. Sure. So she, hold on, she lied, cheated, stole, falsified evidence, and tampered with the jury? Correct. But she pulled the race card, so she gets a free pass. Yeah, well, it gets better. (sighs) Hold on, I get to use this finally. Holy shit. Whoa. But wait, there's more. (laughs) So... Wait a minute. It gets better because she is also <laughs> Dude, you can't make this shit up. You really can't. I'm piecing together two news stories here and working within the lines of both of them because there's another, there's another name that we've talked about before. And actually, hold on one second. I got to reach down here and grab this one because I actually have the phonetic spelling in here because I wrote this phonetic spelling down and I want to make sure I pronounce this one right. <clears throat> Cause she is also involved with Klintikoff. If you remember who Daria Klintikoff was, we talked about her last week. Yes, we did. Daria Klintikoff also worked in her office at one point. Well, fuck me running. Well, fuck me running. See? And Hey, you know what we should do? We should do like a fuck me Ronnie and slap me Sally type thing because Klingdenkoff and, or, and then she, she is also connected to another fella by the name of, um, Kl- Kilmink, uh, K-I-L-I-M-N-I-K, Kalimnik, Kalimnik. We've heard about him too. Correct. And where have we heard about all these people from? Ukraine. That is correct. So the other story that broke this week, which I thought was interesting, was an alleged second steal dossier on Trump emerges from the British media as John Durham closes in. Now, remember how I said last week I changed my opinion on Durham's stance? That's the first I've actually heard about Durham in. Oh, wait, it gets better. Durham's closing in on what? It gets better. Calm your fucking panties down. They're in a wad. I get it. So, so a legend second steel dossier on Trump emerges British media as John Durham closes in. Isn't it weird how it wasn't released in U.S. media? Does anybody else have an issue with that? Is Um, it just me? Okay, well. And I know you all can't respond. I have an issue. And I have to listen to her. I have an issue with you calling the U.S. media media in the first place because it's not news media anymore it is a propaganda arm of the democrat party well wait a minute i didn't say news media i said media okay well uh, media and news media are way two different things because we could be talking about etv tonight this could be entertainment news right now as far as i'm concerned well that actually has more truth to it than the shit that comes out in the mainstream most of these people are kangaroo court anyway i mean does it really matter Mm. okay so I I just found it interesting that it came out in British media before it came out in the U.S. media because the U.S. media obviously ain't having none of it because this, again, is what I call plutonium. No matter how you look at this, this is plutonium. Everybody who touches this gets burnt. Everybody who has touched this has gotten burnt. And it's really odd because 
Some of the people that have gotten touched by this and didn't get burned, man, they were Republicans. Hmm. Um, Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani. I keep going down the list, but all those people touched it. And you know what? They didn't get burned. But every liberal who comes in contact with this information, holy fuck, they burn like it was holy water being thrown on them. Hmm. A little weird. I'm just saying. Anyway, where did the second anti-Trump dossier from British ex-spy Christopher Steele emerge this week in British me- media following the significant developments of a so-called Russia Gate controversy? Right. So uh, whatever, citing sources, whatever. Who gives a shit? Said Steele kept feeding raw intelligence about the former president Donald Trump to the FBI during Trump the Trump administration longer than was previously asserted through his own company, Orbis Business Intelligence. Now, wait a minute. So what you're meaning, so what they're telling me in this article so far within the first two paragraphs is that an MI6 agent has his own business and it's a hush-hush intelligence business in which he is feeding intelligence to other countries. So I'm going to start this one out with the, uh, oh shit, I didn't download it. I knew I forgot it. Motherfucker, I, God. You, 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 you liar, liar. Anyway. I was directed at yourself. (laughs) I was going to do a whole bullshit bit on that, but I forgot to download it. I was looking for the good bullshit line. But anyway, this guy is, couldn't be any more full of shit. Um, It's obvious First of all, that shit is completely unallowed. You are not allowed to own a business, especially when it involves intelligence in the intelligence industry, even in Britain, even in other countries. It's like, it's so like, um, it's like so 1961, like literally it goes back that far. I can't even say it's so 2012. It is so 1961. It's It's way out there. It's a major faux pas. Yes. Yes. That's like, um doing your secretary in the ass. All right. Let me just put it that way to you. I think that's actually kind of acceptable in England. Is it? Maybe. Well, shit, I need to move to England. (laughs) And I need a secretary, (laughs) God damn it. But they're mostly male over there. Uh, Well, you'll have that on those big jobs, you know? So this adds a new wriggle to what the public has been told about Steele, a former MI6 agent whose first dossier on Trump had been largely discredited weeks after it was reported to special counsel John Durham used a subpoena to obtain documents in Washington, D.C. Think Tank related its employment to the Russian researcher who had served as a main source of Steele's steal in this information research about Trump. It also follows a Treasury Department announcing sanctions against um <clears throat> Contestan Kalimnik, an association in, in 2016 of campaign uh, chairman Paul Manafort, assessing that he was a Russian intelligence service agent, who he never was, uh, provided Kalimnik, uh, the Kremlin spies, with sensitive information on polling and campaign strategy during the 2016 presidential race. Now, wait a minute. Last week, we did talk about this. We said, why are all these stories about Russiagate coming back up again? Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia. Here's Russia. It's all back in the limelight again. Why? Um, there was another big Russia story this week too. Oh, what was that? That uh, they're claiming that Russia hacked the colonial oil pipeline and shut it down. 
now they're saying it was Russian cyber criminals, that it wasn't actually Russia. But that's not how they first reported it. They first reported it as Russia. Russia shut down the pipeline. As in the KGB, not like mm-hmm. just like Russian civilians who hacked our mainframe because they know what they're doing better than we do. Yes. And shut down the only major pipeline left in the United States um, to the point where gas stations up and down the East Coast now are scrambling for gas. You're looking at gas lines like you're back in the 70s already. And it's only been a couple of days. They're saying they're hoping they're going to get the pipeline back up by the end of the week, but they're really not sure. Well, and- I've never been happier that um, our city in Georgia actually gets its gas from the West and it doesn't come from the North at all. Yeah. Thank God for that because I was able to fill up today for a reasonable amount of money, but honestly, that's not going to last long because you, you short the gas in one place and it affects the prices in other places. It always does that. That's the way a democratic, you know, uh, but there's further implications to this as well, because it's not just the gas going in your car. It's the gas going in the trucks that it's bringing the food to your food oh, stores. Yeah. Oh no, no, yeah, and, yeah. You're I gonna mean, see raises in prices you are, on groceries. Exactly. You're gonna see. You're gonna see all of that shit going up. You're gonna see supply. You, you, we're you already do, seeing supply chain shortages, and that has to do with work shortages. But now we're gonna see more supply chain squeezing, and that is directly related to fuel shortages. So you have fuel shortages, you have work shortages, and guess what? The whole fucking thing's going to collapse. So if you haven't gone out and filled up your car or your truck today, honestly, I suggest you do so. Fill up your your every red can you have, fill up your gas cans. If if shit doesn't go to hell- It's called a cherry can. Huh? Yeah, you have a little extra gas. Yeah. Big deal. I mean, right? use it in your generator and when everything collapses. Yeah, and if, if shit does go to hell, then you can drive for three days longer than your neighbor's. I mean, and then uh, special counsel Robert Mueller was unable to establish a criminal conspiracy between Trump and the campaign in Russia. Trump and his allies used this to argue that there was no collusion, but some have argued that there are new reservations about Kalinnik, even though there isn't, because there is no evidence that proves anything to the contrary, which is drives me up a fucking wall. I mean, there was never any evidence about Russian collusion. It was all just fucking smoke and mirrors. Yeah, it was all hearsay. Well, this article continues. I mean, if you want to, if you want to read this, it's in the Examiner um, alleged second steel dossier in Trump emergence in British media. It was in the Washington Examiner. Anyway, uh, between June um, June and December 2016, contained allegations of Trump team coordinating with Kremlin on a salacious claim that the Russians had video of Trump with prostitutes urinating on a bed in Moscow hotel room in 2013, which has been proven to be complete bullshit to the effect that Trump was, there's no, if Trump left our country and went to Russia and got pissed on by a bunch of hookers, guess what? There's going to be an exit visa. There's going to be an entry visa. And in 2013, there is not one entry or exit visa for Trump leaving the United States and entering Russia at any point. And it's hard for them to say how this happened without him actually being there. So I'm putting that out there right off the bat, because when you don't have those two things, you have somebody who never left our country in that year and never entered that country in that year. Now, in 2014, Trump did go to Russia, but he was only there for a day. I doubt he was there for enough time. I've been to Russia. That's not enough time to get some hookers to piss on you. Trust me. You got to be there for at least a week. 
And you got to do a lot of blow to get to that. I'm just letting you know right now. Uh, well, where was the place that it was a lot easier to get that done? Bosnia? No. Um, oh, no, ba- Bulgaria. Ba- ba- Bulgaria. Bulgaria. That was it. I knew it started with a B. Bulgaria is Bulgaria. where you get the hookers yeah, to piss on Yeah, they'll piss on you, you like right as soon as you get off the plane. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Shit. You give them a dollar, they'll pretty you much get do the anything. Igor twins and you're good to go in Bulgaria. I'm telling you right now. You're in with the Russian mob. Next thing you know, you got... You got hookers pissing all over you. Another reason why so, I can't be so president. So just, just to get a little mm. personal here for the listeners that understand that we're married, we had a, a long standing rule in our relationship because Mick was gone for most of it that he wasn't to bring anything home with him or leave anything behind Except him. Except that was before you. So you can't even talk about and that. And other than that, I really didn't care. Don't leave anything behind you. Don't bring anything home with you. Hookers and blow. That's all I can talk about. <laughs> In Bulgaria is an amazing thing. So uh, anyway, the research was compiled for Fusion GPS, which again is uh, that same. Gotta figure this one out. Gotta figure this one out. Why we're using privatized companies to do anything with fucking that has anything to do with intelligence gathering? That's just ridiculous because they show an axe to grind. All right, Um, an opposition research firm and Steele was paid with money from Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign and the Democratic National Committee. The reports were shared with government officials as well as media outlets. And in January 2017, BuzzFeed published the dossier. Trump called it bogus while claiming the FBI was tainted. Can't really disagree with that one. I mean, the FBI not, is tainted. Not agents. The agents, I still think there's a, a ton of good agents. I know too many of them. Absolutely. There, there are way too many good agents. It's the higher ups. It's the higher ups. It's the management. It's the people in the DOJ. Those are the ones that are more corrupt, more crooked than Hillary's penis. Mueller's reports, a report was released in April 2019, undercut the elements of Steele's reporting. And in the report released by the Justice Department, Inspector General Michael Howitt, uh, December of that year was criticized the FBI for its resilience or its reliance on the dossier to obtain warrants and wiretapping. One time Trump campaign advisor Carter Page revealed that the FBI interviewed Steele's primary Moscow based source beginning in January 2017. 17, who raised significant questions about the reliability of Steele's election reporting. Despite this, Steele's company, Obis Business Intelligence, argued that much of the dossier had been proven since 2017, but it hasn't. He's lying. We stand by the integrity and the quality of our work, Obis added, which means nothing. They don't know shit. They still don't know shit. They still are trying to figure out what shit smells like. The second dossier is said to contain more allegations of Russian meddling and U.S. election linked Trump and his associates. Well, if that's the case, why did Trump lose this last election? That's my first question that comes to my mind is why did Trump lose the last election? Because they stole it. Sources to those who supplied the information um, with the first reports. It comes less than a month after the New York Times reported that Durham, who was investigating misconduct during the Russian investigation, obtained records from left-leaning Brookings Institute related that Igor um, Dancheco. I guess he's not one of the Igor twins. Uh, hold on. Nope. Nope. This one is a relatable name and I'm going to get to it. Just give me one second because I think I had it. Yes, I had it listed as yet Cinco, but it's Det Cinco. Dat and Yat can be very easily confused in the Cyrillic alphabet. So Datsinko, 
who I talked about the last time. Mm -hmm. He also happens to be. Fuck, I got to keep dropping. I, why, I gotta, why do you keep dropping I, it? Just I, like I, fucking hold on I'm, to it. I'm Jesus just going to hold. Now I'm holding on to it. Just fucking chill already. Jesus Christ. I'm looking at the pictures of gigantic Joe and <laughs> gigantic Jill next to the weak and old frail Carter twins there. Yet Cinco or Det Cinco, as I told you about before, he is uh, a co-founder of Amtac. Oh, really? Wow, this is all pulling back to George Soros. Right again. I mean, here we are again, right in the middle of George Soros. This is why I labeled this half hour the George Soros hour. All right. So Datsinko, who worked for the organization from 2005 to 2010, is a Russian researcher best known as being the main source of the steals of Steele's first dossier. Really? This is just getting crazy now. So Datsinko, who's also linked to George Soros, who's also li linked to Antac, who's also linked now to Steele. So now we're supposed to, so now you have three different organizations that is, have used this guy completely at his word and everybody has discredited this idiot. Yet no one is saying anything about the fact that he's been linked three different times, six different ways. This is getting worse than playing the game seven different ways from Kevin Bacon. I mean, that's how bad this is getting. I, I don't know how anybody else can do this. I mean, this is seven different ways from Kevin Bacon. Seven degrees, uh, six degrees of or Kevin whatever. Bacon. Six degrees of whatever. Seven six, different ways. So six, six, six degrees. Six degrees of, of the steel dossier. Six degrees at Datsinko. Amtac, George Soros. I mean, it, I mean, how many more times can we pull this back to Biden? How many more times can we show that this is directly involved with the president of the United States as of right now? Hmm. Anybody? Bueller. Bueller? Nope. Nope. So anyway, it gets better. The news report further said Durham has also questioned and suggested a focus on skepticism about how the FBI approached the issues that might have underdetermined the dossier's credibility and basis for wiretap applications. And that Durham has been asking why the FBI did not tell the Foreign Intelligence Services Court that Detsinko had once been the subject of a counterintelligence investigation. Well, really? Motherfucker of all fucking things, right? So I'm going to go back to a note I had last week because this is the crazy part. Remember when I told you that Detsinko had been cleared by the Department of State? Was that the previous counterintelligence investigation? That would be the counterintelligence investigation before you recruit someone as a source. Well, wait, hold, Mick, hold the fucking phone. No way. That is impossible. No, that is completely possible because they would still maintain a record on that because that's still less than a year and a half out. And guess what? When you're not a U.S. citizen, we hold on to your shit for a hot minute. So what side was Datsenko working on? Our side for the State Department against Trump. He was anti-Trump, but what he turned out to be was pro-Trump because he ended up denying Oh, like 90% of the steel dossier. So he was anti-Trump, but he was pro-truth. He would be, um, so if you think about, uh, everybody said, ask me, how do you, how, what's a double agent? Well, a double agent is an agent that thinks 
that you're working against them, but the bad guy knows you're working for them, but you know that you're actually working for them. If that makes any sense whatsoever. So it's like three different ways from Kevin Bacon, right? So then somebody asked me, well, what's a triple agent? Well, a triple agent is somebody that thinks you're working for them. And the other side thinks you're working for the other guys. Yet the other side knows you're working for them. And you know that you're not working for the other side. Yet at the same time, you're working for us. That's a triple agent. So three times each side, right? Is a triple agent. Everybody said, well, why don't they just call that a six times agent? I said, because you only say that to hookers. <laughs> and they never got that. <laughs> Apparently you did, but they never got that. They never took it as seriously as I did. I thought that shit was hysterical when I say, say that to people. But anyway, long story short, that Cinco is actually a, a double agent because the Democrats thought for sure that he was a source that they could use. What Datsinko turned out to be is he's actually a source that the Democrats couldn't use him, but the Republicans, well, Trump, I won't say the Republicans because the Republicans really have nothing to do with this. Yeah, yeah. Trump saw through all of this and said, okay, now I'm finally getting the truth. And he ran with the truth. And now the truth is coming back yet again. And this is only the third time the truth has come back to bite the liberals in the ass. Because they went and lied. You remember how many times you told me, why doesn't Trump just come out and tell them that that's not true? And I said, you have to let these people lie. You have to catch them in the lie. Right you have now, to give them enough rope to hang themselves. Right now, Trump is doing just that. He is letting them hang themselves. Because they are, they've been lying about this shit for years. And now all this shit is coming true that Trump said that, hey, look, this is all bullshit. And now it's all turning out to be bullshit. And everybody's like, well, fuck me running because now they're getting screwed. Well, honestly, because you've got people like George Stephanopoulos. You've got people like uh, that other retard from CNN. Uh, what the hell is his name? I can't fucking remember his name right now off the top of my head. Don Lemon. Don Lemon. They are all looking like shit. This all makes them look horrible because oh. this is all they're not reporting it, mind you. But every time that Fox News, Tucker Carlson, uh, Hannity, uh, what's her name? Laura uh, Ingram. Ingram. Laura Ingram. Bring the shit up. They are hammering CNN for every time they lied within the last two years. I guess CNN has reason to be grateful that their ratings are in the toilet. Yeah, because nobody's watching them. Nobody's watching them like literally how long their pants. Hey, literally how long have their ratings been in the toilet? I'm just asking because I don't know because I don't keep up with that shit. Since basically right after the election and they've just gone down ever since then. Um, What's the the guy they call Potato Head? Uh, Brian Stelter. Yeah, that's right. That's Potato Head. Yeah, they call him Potato Head. Um, I'd call him Potato Head too if I saw him. In- uh, Sarah Gonzalez on the the News and Why Why It Matters calls him Potato Head. I I really like her podcast. By the way, it's it's pretty fucking funny. Which one is it? Uh, the News and Why It Matters. Okay. Um, hey, y'all listening to that uh, News and Why It Matters? If yeah, she uh, thinks it's funny, she, then she's that's- on Blaze TV. Has a lot of good info. A lot of, lot of good guest hosts come through there too. Um, I'm glad she gets guest hosts because I keep asking for people to come on and I can't get anybody to come on our show. So, um, we just suck, I guess. Yeah. I mean, according to everybody, according to like the negative reviews on Apple, but I completely expect Oh my that. God. Well, you know, we don't care what people think about us because we're just doing what we do. And if you don't like us, fuck off. We don't care. 
that's pretty much it. But anyway, take a long walk off a short pier. Yeah. So apparently, Brian Stelter went on vacation, and uh, and his ratings are like he didn't even break a million views in his last couple of weeks before he went on vacation, and he announced he had some other libtard on there hosting for him in his absence, and that libtard got higher ratings hosting his show while he was on vacation than he did. <laughs> That's just that's, sad. That's pretty bad. I mean, that's really right sad. now. I bet you could have Hannity go on in his place, and Hannity would get more views. I mean, I, Hannity gets more views, literally on his radio program. Yeah, I know. Then CNN does all day. He has no views on the radio. Exactly. Program. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. So Manafort, a GOP lobbyist who also spent years working in Ukraine, was the chairman of the Trump's 2016 presidential campaign until he resigned in August 2016 and was convicted of a host of crimes arising from Mueller's investigation. Granted, uh, almost every single one of those charges uh, since he was convicted of them have been thrown out. Just so you all know, it's not like they're still in his record. It's not because he was pardoned either. A lot of those charges have been dismissed solely and completely based on bullshit information. So everybody's aware. Everybody says, oh, well, Paul Manafort was still... No, he was not convicted. He was convicted in a court of law. Yep, sure was. Guess what happened? Dismissed on appeal. Dismissed on appeal. Every single one of his appeals have gone through. I think there's one charge, and it's the one about his own taxes that he's not going to escape. Well, they always get you on their on your taxes. That's how they got fucking Al Capone. That's I mean, it. come on. That's it. So uh good thing we don't make any money. Although, like the others, none of these convictions have involved any conspiracy with the Russians. Manafort was released from prison. And uh the story continues. If you again you want to read this, it's at the examiner. Um uh, it's a pretty long story story. I highlighted the big paragraphs that had names in it that I thought Related directly Everybody back to the information that might you had. recall. We, holy shit. Yes. Yeah. This is all, if you do not see how this is playing out, one of these days um, I'm going to do up a whiteboard and I'm going to show you how all these things are interconnected. And I'm going to let VLIN post it to our Telegram. And uh, if you can make sense of the whiteboard that I put together with all of this shit on there, you can go ahead and take from it what you will. But I'm just telling you how all this shit connects together. Well, you know, Every, everything is connected. This is all connected and it connects to other stuff on a grander scale. Literally everything is connected. I used to say that everything in election year was connected. It all, everything had to do with the election. Are you trying to do a really horrible, like fucking no, not at all. To another no, topic? not at all. Oh, okay. I'm just flat out saying everything is connected. And I keep seeing the, the bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger picture. Right. So literally everything is connected. I was hoping you were trying to do it like a horrible crossover so that I could just do the crossover and just say, yeah, well, you really fucked that up. But you're absolutely right, actually, in this one, because this one then peels over to our next topic. And this gets into the election fraud case in Maricopa County right now, which is really fucking crazy. Because when I did, I did literally, folks, uh, 15 minutes of research, 100, what, 190, uh, 129 seconds something like that i don't know you are terrible at math i i, I really am anyway um 
literally I did 15 minutes worth of research and I found this story, right? And I was, I kind of skipped back and forth between Bongino's newsletter and some other things, but I found this little story and I was like, man, this is a doozy because this links <laughs> the last like two days or the last two episodes all together with election fraud. What? It's all there. Wait a minute. You said what? And I said, yeah, it links it all back to VLAN's favorite topic of all things, election fraud. So Arizona top officials are urged an overseer of the Republican-backed audit of the 2020 election in Maricopa County to either do it right or don't do it at all. And that came from the liberals. Letter dated Wednesday, Democratic Secretary of State Katie Hobbs and Ken Bennett found himself a former Republican secretary of state in Arizona who is serving as the Republican led Senate Senate's audit liaison that she issue the numerous counting procedures outlined within the audit team, as well as those observed by the audits Phoenix veterans Memorial Coliseum Bennett's Bennett, Arizona state president, Karen fan and cyber ninjas, the Florida based firm leading the audit, have two days responded under the terms of the lawsuit settlement settlement filed on Tuesday, according to KPNX, a local NBC affiliate Hobbs could take them back to court for breach of contract. And if her concerns were not addressed, then she'd be allowed to argue the case in front of court. Hobbs relayed the seven concerns based on the disclosure of counting procedures in the state and uh, the Senate cyber ninjas saying first that the procedures are vague and insufficient to ensure accuracy and consistency. According to this liberal, it gets better. <clears throat> the procedures offer no specifications on the standards that will be used in undetermining voters intent. Voters don't always make mark their ballots clearly or consistently. Hobbs wrote, if a voter fills in two bubbles in the circle and one in the names, how do you count that vote? Well, first of all, they've already laid all that out. If you've been to the website at all, I've been to the website. They actually lay out what they're looking at. They're actually reviewing each ballot with a UV light, <laughs> which is fucking crazy because why? Every ballot in the state of Arizona has a crest a watermark or a watermark in the document so when passed under a uv light you can see that watermark so back back in the beginning when i was talking about watermarks and everyone was saying i was a fucking crazy conspiracy theorist oh it's not that we were saying you were a crazy conspiracy theorist it's the fact that the way you were bringing it up is the issue okay um so hold on you don't get to talk yet Hobbs also took a swipe at the Cyber Ninja's employment and forensic audit procedures, which really made me laugh when I heard that because I actually know something about this com company. This company is actually very, they they come with a very high, high level, a high standard. Cops use them, Bureau uses them, a lot of people use them to do forensic audits like this uh, because of their backgrounds on all their people that they bring in. Um, a lot of their guys are former military. Um, their integrity. Where their integrity is basically beyond reproach. I mean, you, you can't even hit this shit with it. Except one of the guys apparently posted some pro-Trump conspiracy theories on his social media. Well, that has nothing to do with him counting. I understand. His but job is that, to count. But that is the shit that the liberals are well, throwing at them. Okay, well, Hobbs uh, took a swipe at the Cyber Ninja's employment and forensic audit procedures. She didn't take a swipe at the 
people. She took a swipe at their forensic audit procedures and the way that they're conducting the audit, right? Ballots and the examination of ballots under a UV light, hold on, under a microscope with a UV light, the procedures appear to be better suited for chasing conspiracy theories than as a part of a professional audit. Um, hey slut, I don't really know what the fuck you're talking about because if I were going to do something professional, I definitely do that shit underneath the microscope. I can tell you that right now. And I ain't joking. In addition, she said the procedures lack details about hearing unbiased counters that they fall adequately to protect the document and the chain of custody of the ballots, which all has been destroyed by now. If you haven't heard, they already ruled on this and they're allowed to hold on to those ballots for the whole time in which they're counting them. They're secured. They're no secure lockup under armed guard. Uh, nobody's touching them. There's nothing crazy going on here. Like they are trying to make this sound like there's some nutty shit going on. And guess what? Ain't no nutty shit going on. Beyond her qualms with the disclosed procedures, Hobbs said the observers uh, from her office witnessed various procedural lapses when she visited the audit site, which in included inadequate physical security of the ballots. Now, when they said inadequate you know, physical security of the ballots, I thought they were talking about like vaults and they weren't storing them in a locked container. No, 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 no. What they were talking about was the fact that blue pens were close to the ballots. I'm sorry, what? Yes. Blue pens were close to the ballots. Because pens can just get up and write themselves. Like guns can get up and shoot people. Exactly. I see. Well, the blue pen apparently in the Arizona machines reads as a vote. So if you were to. But they didn't use blue pens. They used Sharpies. They did. That's the crazy part. So mm -hmm. got some bad news there for Hobbs because she's still a little bit backwards on this shit. <clears throat> So it continues that uh, former Secretary of State, as you know, the elections are governed by a complex framework of laws and procedures designed to ensure accuracy, security, and the transparency. You must also therefore know that in the procedures of governing the audit, ensure that none of those things are ever called into question. Hobbs wrote and Bennett, Ending the letter, I'm not sure what compelled you to oversee this audit, but I, I assume that you took this role of the best intentions as it is the intentions I appeal to you now. Either do, do it right or don't do it at all. And that's what Hobbs wrote. Hobbs will reportedly discuss the audit with the Justice Department Civil Rights Division. Why the Civil Rights Division? Whose civil rights are being violated? I don't know, but the DOJ is sticking their hands in there. Well, no, they attempted to. Yeah. They attempted to, and and the Senate told them, "Stay in your lane, or you're going to no, end up in Arizona jail." The state of Arizona Senate told them, yeah, "Look, that's what I mean. Keep your fucking dick beaters off of this, because if you don't, we're putting you in jail." Yep. So anyway, uh, DOJ Civil Rights Division with Fan Tuesday also raising concerns about the audit and asking for a response to the steps being taken to ensure the federal laws are not being violated. So to give you a real quick, short down, low down summary on this, this all happened on Tuesday. Tuesday night at five o'clock, they received a letter from the audit team. The audit team told them it's all being done per state regulation, per audit procedure, per what has been done 220 some odd times before when they had to audit ballots. It's all being done right. Okay. Well, let, can, can I speak now? Because I got a bunch of things here. Okay. Yeah, go. So, oh, this is interesting. So in doing their audit, they requested 
the routers. They refused to give them up. No, they requested not the routers. They requested the, um, not the routers. They requested the hard drives, the, the thumbsticks that were used to transport votes from counties to, back to the state capital in Phoenix. Okay. Refused to give them up. Yep. Why? Well, that's simple. They don't have them or, and or, they're all corrupted. Yeah. And then in doing the audit, and, you know, Arizona, one of one of their big arguments was that, well, we've already done an audit and everything was fine. They didn't do an audit. Exactly. But that's what they said. They did a recount. Uh, they, a recount they, and an audit yes. are way too different but things. But they, they're claiming that it was the same. And they cherry-picked their recount. But here's the deal. They're saying they did an audit, okay? Well, they no. They claimed that Hold they on. did an audit. Their recount was of primarily blue counties that had come in blue before in the past and came in blue exactly. this Exactly. So when Cyber Ninjas goes went to audit the computers, they found they needed the admin password. So they asked for the admin password. And they refused to give it to them. No. They said they didn't have it. Well, that's even better. They didn't have it. You know who has it? Dominion has it. That means that Arizona completely ceded all control over their elections to Dominion. But they did not even have the admin password. So how could they have performed any kind of audit that they claim they did without the admin password? Well, that wasn't an audit. That was a recount, first of all. Again, you have to... You have to take what the news says with a grain of salt because, again, you're talking to retards here, all right? No, no, you don't because you just asked that, and I'm going to go ahead and explain it to you. Again, they did no audit. No state did an audit. Arizona is the first state to actually conduct an audit of the 2020 election. Maricopa County is the first county in all of the United States to actually conduct an audit, not a recount. An inspection of ballots, an audit, an actual an audit. actual audit to where not only are they only looking at the vote, but they're also looking at the document in which the vote was preserved. So that means under a blacklight, you're going to see the watermark. You're going to see all of the stuff. You're going to see the oil from people's fingerprints where they handled the ballot. Well, no, you that's, won't. That's one but of the things not, they're looking for. But you're not going to see that with just a black light. You, no, you need that's some the other UV shit. light. That's the special no, machine they're putting no, up. No, that's not a UV light. That's not even a UV light. You got to put that through a machine that, that pumps out fucking heated uh, super glue. And then once they get the super glue on there, then you put a UV light on it. Then you can see a fingerprint if you're lucky. If they actually left a fingerprint. If there's no fingerprints left, then guess what? You ain't got shit. No matter what, what is the fingerprint proof? It's not like we prove ourselves voting wise. No, this isn't it, as it, no the the whole stop. Point, no, listen, this no, isn't let me as secure as Iraq, where they walked in and they put their fingerprint in a book and then put their fingerprint on a ballot. That's not as secure as what they did in Iraq. That is a hundred percent security right there. You can't fuck that up. But that's not why they're looking for fingerprints because they're saying that if they if they find that the ballots have not been handled at all, that there is, there's an issue. That yes. There absolutely. is no human oil, skin well, oil on the ballot. That can actually be done a different way because that attaches. There's another chemical that attaches the fatty skin tissues, which would be left behind by just your skin cells deteriorating on a ballot. And they can find that and 
there's another way to do that that doesn't require uh, even a UV light. Yeah. Well, they're looking for that too. Um, So (laughs) uh, there's another election fraud case that's ongoing in Antrim County, Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Mich- no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's not election fraud. Oh, yeah. That oh, yes, is, it is. No, that's again goes back to election. Um, it's not fraud. It's the other. It's the interference. Uh, interference. Yes. Okay. Well, it's Matt, not fraud yet. Matt DiPerno, and he is going in front of a judge. In fact, he was on the Dark to Light podcast with um, Tracy Beans and Frankie Val, and I would definitely recommend you guys listen to that one with Matt DiPerno because that had some holy shit, crazy bombshell stuff coming out there. And he says he can prove 100% in court in front of a judge that the Dominion machines switched votes and it went from, basically it took Trump's votes and gave it to um, Jorgensen and Biden's. Anyway, they it basically was like a shell game with the votes so that Biden came out on top. Okay, one more time. We've already seen that. We saw that in Georgia. They yeah. did that in uh, Blake County, Georgia. Yeah, but again, what did you say? Until it's in front of a judge, proven as evidence, it doesn't count. But it still has yet to go in front of a judge, and that's where the issue is, is everything is falling back down on precedent of things that have been set before. Now, understand, understand Maricopa County, understand. Listen to me when I say this, because you haven't listened to me the whole fucking time I've been saying it, and I've been preaching it since day one. And I'm going to say it again now, okay? Maricopa County, if this works out, because what you haven't let me get to yet is in this audit, okay? And it's the last page of this article, and I fucking, uh, shit, I think I already threw it down. Anyway, last page of the article is what they talk about, well, what happens if Maricopa County turns out to be true? If Maricopa County turns out to be true, there is a 100% state audit of all ballots in the state of Arizona. If it turns out that there's enough votes that it flips Maricopa County, 100% of every county in Arizona flips automatically. They will do an audit of every single county. If Arizona flips, that's just the first domino to fall. There are several states that will fall underneath that. Okay, for instance, Georgia has five different events that took place in the state of Georgia on or about the 8th of November and the 9th of November. And the counting that went on and stopped and then started back up again. Michigan is also included in that. So if errors... Pennsylvania too. Okay, one more time. Would you please stop? If Arizona flips... The rest of the states are going to flip. Every single state will flip-flop. They will start their own audits. That is where, and I know you all want this to happen, and I'm, I'm sitting here telling you, you don't want this to happen. Why not? Okay, well, first of all, we're already a year into, we're almost half a year into fucking Biden's first term. Okay? We're uh, three Stop. months in. A hundred days. Yeah, we're a hundred days. Okay, so he's got what? What you think Trump can come in and resurrect the country? No, no, it ain't going to happen. Listen, folks, you don't want that. You want four more years of fucking this idiot. 
because all you have to remember, he is the biggest red pill we've ever had. Everything you that give we, him four more months, he's going to fucking destroy us, completely run us into the ground. We were fucking crazy before. Listen, no, listen to me. You're fucking wrong. Listen to me. We were fucking crazy before. Now we're sending the road. Before this is all done, we will be the media. There won't be NBC. There won't be fucking Fox News. There won't be CBS. It's going to be citizen reporters because nobody's going to listen to these fucktards anymore either because they're pretty much retarded as well. Everybody is seeing through the bullshit. Everyone is. I'm not just talking black, white, Asian, Hispanic. It don't matter. Everybody sees the writing on the wall. The fear porn has showed its way through. It's weird. It's ugly head. You have to understand the number of people in the category that listened only to CNN has dwindled horrendously. Yeah. Since Donald Trump's been out of office. The reason it's dwindled is because they've been promoting the same shit that Biden was promoting since the start of this, which is, oh, I'm going to be legitimately right in the middle of the line. And what everybody's seen is he ain't middle of the road. Far, as far left as it gets to where even AOC is proud of him. This is getting to a point where liberals, we have to let this bus spiral out of control and kill all the kids on board. Well, and that might sound rough, but we've got to let it happen. And the reason we've got to let it happen is because the only way that we're going to get control of this country again is to let these idiots fucking crash in a wall and burn on fire. We're getting there quickly. Yeah, no. It, well, more than quickly, they've already gone through wall breaks. I mean, there are probably six or seven wall breaks into this. It's going to be not be long before they say, well, Hunter, he was, well, he's a misguided soul. He, he's coming out with a sequel to his first book that completely flopped. <laughs> he's what, writing his sequel. Is, is he going to, so his first book was called Flip and this one's going to be called Flop? No, I'm that's, just that's Fauci's books. Oh, um, okay. Well, okay. Wrapping no, that's up, just his on. life. So wrapping up election fraud real quick, at, not that it's wrapped up because it's still ongoing, but statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States. This is from the desk of Donald Trump. I, I, I love his little emails. It's so much better than Twitter. Anyway. The major Michigan election fraud case has just filed a bombshell pleading claiming votes were intentionally switched from President Trump to Joe Biden. The number of votes is massive and determinative. This will prove true in numerous other states. All Republicans must unify and not let this happen. If a thief robs a jewelry store of all of its diamonds, the 2020 presidential election, the diamonds must be returned. The fake news media refuses to cover the greatest election fraud in the history of our country. They have lost all credibility, but ultimately they will have no choice. Again. He just said what you said. One, no, one more time. You, he cannot say shit. He needs to keep his fucking mouth shut, sit in the corner and color. The more that he opens his mouth like that, it sounds like he's trying to impress some sort of pressure from his former office. And don't tell me that doesn't happen because it's happened before. Barack Obama is still doing it to this day. That's why he stayed in Washington, D.C. instead of leaving Washington, D.C. like every other president has done in the past. Well, Barack Obama's currently Stop. in his third term Stop. in office. This dumbass needs to shut his mouth, sit in the corner, and color. He needs to keep quiet and not say anything. Let this shit play out. If, if I had to talk to Donald Trump right now, if he was standing in front of me, commander in chief or not, 
I would tell him, hey, dumbass, shut up. Let the fucking election do its job. It's going to come out. You just got to shut your mouth. The truth always comes out. It always does. It always... It, fucking look at OJ. Everybody knows that OJ killed his wife. There's not a soul that does not believe that OJ did not kill his wife. Well, I have yet to meet anybody that believes that OJ did not kill his wife. I mean... she, she Or his was, ex-wife. She was kind of a cunt whore, so... Just saying. Even still, it doesn't matter. She didn't deserve to have her head cut off. No, definitely not. Okay. So what you're saying right now, I mean, by your logic, then you deserve your head cut off. No, but maybe your ex-wife does. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on what I'm doing it with. (laughs) See, I told you. If ISIS is doing it, maybe. But point being is this. He just needs to shut up, sit down and color. Let... Maricopa County do its job. Maricopa, when Maricopa County's done, that's it. It's all over. I got bad news. Everybody who does not realize what Maricopa County is, Maricopa County is not a blue county. It's not a red county. It's very hard to say that Maricopa County is a purple county. It's more red than it is blue. Understand when this is done, this is going to end out on our side. And I say our side, I mean on the Republican conservative side. It's definitely not going Uh, on the red side. Um, Point being, they're doing this for a reason. They tried to do this before. They were blocked in doing it before. They were blocked every time they tried to do it after that. They finally got everything through. Everything is gone according to plan. And look at this. The liberals are out fighting this. Tooth and nail. Tooth and nail. I mean, they've been out on the news saying, you have to stop this. You have, Why? They if literally you, sent like 75 Perkins Cooey lawyers to Arizona to stop this shit. If you are literally not concerned about an election and you're saying that this was the fairest election ever conducted in the history of man, why in the fuck are you fighting like you're fighting? Absolutely. That doesn't make any sense to if me If it whatsoever. was the most secure and transparently free election ever, then let's be transparent. Show us the money. Hey, don't be stealing my lines. That's shit I've used before. I mean, that's what it comes down to, though. That's exactly what it comes down to. It's what I've been telling you from the get-go, but you have yet to listen to me, and you want to listen to other people and say, well- I listen to you every every day. I just pretend like I don't. Everybody needs to shut up and just let this play out. If we let this play out, we keep our mouth shut, we just let this go, guess what? We're either A, going to be in the middle of a constitutional crisis, and that constitutional crisis is going to be who's president because it ain't Joe Biden or B we're going to end up where Joe Biden is still the president, which is where I kind of prefer it because we're going to have three, four more years of this idiot or the three and a half more years of this idiot. And after that, he will definitely be voted out of office and no Democrat will get office. It will be a Republican who gets office or a conservative who gets office. And at that point, we can secure the elections permanently, period, at that point. And it will just stay the way it is because it will get passed through the Senate. It will get passed through Congress because I got a feeling that in 2022, there's going to be no more blue control of the House and the Senate will 100% fall back into red hands. So the Senate and the House will be in red hands. 
the next president, his first two years, the only thing he's got to do right off the bat is put all the rules in there for elections and say that states will govern their own elections, period. And let the states make the rules because that's the way our founders found it. And that's the way the founders thought it should be done. I mean, isn't that what the constitution already says? That Well, it is, but they're trying to pass HR one bullshit. And if that goes through, we're all fucked. That, yeah. Ain't that the truth. So your job's numbers. Oh, so. Because yeah, you're, it's your part now. So the jobs report came out on Friday. And mind you. Let me guess. It wasn't as bad as, or it wasn't as good as what Joe Biden so thought it was going to be. They estimated that we were going to pick up 985,000 jobs in April. So get this. You know, Joe Biden came out tonight. You know what he said tonight, right? Oh, oh no, I have, I have that clip. Hold okay, on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Don't you know go how, fuck with the speaker, please. You know how many jobs we actually picked up in April? I think it was like less than, they estimated like 900 something. 985,000. Yeah, I think they picked up less than 500. 265,000. Yeah, there you go. They have not been that far off in a jobs report estimate in over 20 years. I think okay. Reagan was the last one that they were that far off. Mm, Clinton. It was like 93 or something. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, why? Just why? Well, Joe Biden's president. I mean, everybody's got a job, don't they? I mean, you'd think, right? We, we should have the, the best economy ever. That's what I've right heard. Right now? That's what I've heard. Okay. I mean, we're spending trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars, so I would figure that we have a pretty damn good economy. Okay. Well, well, let's see what Joe has to say about it. I can't play this on the speaker. Play it on your phone. You're an annoying pain in the ass. Okay. Yep. Because you fuck with the computer every time you do that. All right. I know there's been a lot of discussion since Friday, since Friday's report, that people are being paid to stay home rather than go to work. They are, Joe. Well, we don't see much evidence of that. Really? That is a major factor. We, we don't see that, that, look, it's easy to say the line has been because of the generous unemployment benefits that it's a major factor in labor shortages. It is. I know there's been a lot. It, it is. It is. But it gets better because he, here's oh, wait, what no, else no, he no, said. No, 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 no. Stand by. Stand by because I get to use it again. And I'm going to use it again because okay. it's the first time I've gotten to do this. Okay. Well, look, fifth thing we're going to do. Well, look, fifth thing we're going to do. We're going to make it clear that anyone collecting unemployment who is offered a suitable job must take the job or lose their unemployment benefits. Bullshit. There are a few COVID-19 related exceptions. Oh. Some people aren't forced to choose between their basic safety and a paycheck. But otherwise, that's the law. A few COVID-19 exemptions. So, okay, sure, Joe. Everybody has to prove they're looking for a job or actually take a job if it's offered to them or lose their unemployment benefits unless they say that they're scared of COVID or their kids are still not in school because of COVID. Well, wait a minute. Aren't all kids not in school because of COVID? I mean, I thought like they already like ruled on that. I thought like the American teachers, federal teachers union 
Kids are not. Said, no, no. Kids not are not. They're, they're not back in school. Yeah, that's what I thought. Exactly. So basically everything that Joe just said was bullshit. A hundred percent. He made it sound good, talking out one side of his mouth, right? Oh, it it's not because we're paying people to stay home. Yes, yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's completely exactly why it is. What it I is. mean, that's why you didn't go back because to, if you're to work for a year. Seventy thousand dollars sitting at home getting red pilled, I would hope, then you are not gonna want to go back to busting your ass for twelve, thirteen, even fifteen dollars an hour. I'm sorry. You're just not. Yeah, I mean, if you're sitting on your ass making it, why, why go do it? Why? why, why go push yourself to make any more? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, why bust your ass if the government's going to pay you to stay home? That's a tough one, Joe. So there are <laughs> signs in fast food places now, like McDonald's. I saw one in Sonic the other day that said, "Thank you for your patience. We don't have enough." Or uh, Thank, thank you for your patience while the few staff who showed up work to serve you. That was literally in Sonic. Thank you for your patience while the few staff who showed up to work serve you. Well, I mean, you got that going for you. I mean, I mean that's that's pretty much what it is. I mean, if you're looking to get fat on Sonic food, I mean, you got that going for you. Well, you know, I felt bad because the kid was, you know, he deserves Sonic and ice cream. Our kid's a badass, by the way. Oh, yeah. A, oh, a whole nother little, little personal thing. So yeah. on Thursday, this kid jumped off the top of the swings like, M- like mini kids me. do. This, now, mind you, totally the, we, mini we, Mick. We, we call him Mini-Me. He's Mini-Mick. So, you know, when when you're nine and anyone, I mean, I did it when I was nine. I, fuck, I think I did it when I was like 15. It if, doesn't really if matter. If somebody dares you, right? you, you do it. So he went on the big kids playground, the upper school playground, and he went on the big swings and he swung up as high as he could. And when he hit that peak, he jumped off. And about halfway down, he opted out of the superhero landing, the three point of contact and decided instead to roll a bit to the left and landed on his arm, proceeding to break his wrist. Now, mind you all, this was at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So he goes inside, uh, you know, the, the teachers see him or whatnot. And, and he goes to the nurse and he was like, no, no, don't call my parents. It's just bruised. I'm okay. Yeah. He convinces the teachers and the nurse not to call us because he's okay. Now, by the end of the day, his arm was like twice the size of his other arm. It was pretty ridiculous. He'd gone to the nurse three times. They gave multiple ice packs, Tylenol. Still didn't call us. Yeah, there, there was another issue there, which I've since dealt with. But he then walked home from school a little over a mile, walked in the door, called me. As soon as he heard my voice, it was the floodgates opened. All I heard was, I hurt my arm. And I thought he fell coming home from school, never imagining he'd done it six hours prior and had gone all day. So I rushed him to the hospital and they take x-rays and sure as shit, he's got a broken wrist. Actually, that's not what happened. She brought him to me first, and I, I did. like looked at his wrists, and <laughs> I was like, like "Yeah, it's oh, broken. Well, that's uh, that's a little big." And then I had him do some basic stuff to see if you know, just to see how the reaction was on the arms, and uh, when he couldn't even like he couldn't even squeeze my hand with one hand, and then he couldn't even hold his arm a certain way. I was like, "Yeah, you, it, it's it's broken. It, there's something else wrong there that I I don't have X-ray vision. But if I had X-ray vision, then I didn't have to pay the fucking two hundred dollar copay, which we don't pay anyway. We don't, but we don't. But he has a he has a buckle fracture of his left distal 
radius, whatever yep. the fuck that means. That's the lower part of the radius, yeah. closest to the wrist. So anyway, um, and this little badass kid sat in school for six hours and then walked a mile home with a broken wrist because he didn't want to show pain and he didn't want to call us at work. Takes after me. That's, that's all I can that's say. That's quite a badass right there. But anyway, he deserves Sonic and ice cream after that. So it's very rare that I go get fast food. Um, but this day I did. And sure as shit, there's that sign saying, thank you for your patience. While the few people that showed up to work serve you. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's brutal right there. No, well, I mean, it's just, it's truth. I mean, it is what are you going to do? It is. Absolutely. I mean, when you're paying people seven bucks an hour, or eight bucks an hour, or even $15 an hour, and they're, they're going to pay you $75,000 a year to sit at home. Hey, I'm going to sit at home every day of the week and twice on Sunday. And you know, what's going to happen when you have to start paying, when these small businesses have to start paying people 15, 16, $17 an hour to compete with the unemployment. Yep. What's going to happen? They're either going to go under or they're their gonna prices go are going to go up. Yeah. Or their the prices other. are going to go so high that nobody's going to be able to afford them. Exactly. Yep. They, they can't compete with Walmart and Target and, and those big box stores because they're not making millions and millions of dollars a year. So they're either going to have to cut their staff. You either hire one person at $16 an hour or you hire two people at $8 an hour. That's really how it goes. And that one person making $16 an hour has to work three times as hard. All I can say is uh, good luck trying to find somebody to install your garage door for you because that shit ain't going to happen. I mean, it's, again, where we are seeing already supply chains breaking down, um, food prices going up. And if you think your food prices aren't going up, you have another thing coming. The price on the package might be the same as it was last month. Look at the quantity. Because I get, I guarantee you, your your paper towel roll has twenty percent less than it did a month ago for the same price. There is more air in your potato chip potato chip bag than there was a month ago. The cost per unit has gone up, so the price might look the same on the shelf, but that's not the price you need to look at. It is the cost per unit price, because. That's where it hits your pocketbook. Your shit's not going to last as long. And as all that goes up, you know what happens to the value of the dollar? Because all we're doing right now, all it this goes down. That's right. We're 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 paying people seventy thousand dollars a year to sit home. It, they're just it, printing it, money. There's nothing to back that up. It's we're called just, inflation, folks. We we're they are just spending fiat money. There is there's nothing to back it up. There's no actual currency there. It's just paper. It's fake. So, I, good luck. I, the dollar is going to crash. I don't know what else to tell you. Well, and that's um, that's what's going on. And uh, then we also have this. What's that? And now a message from Doctor Anthony Fauci. Hmm. Oh. What did the Fauci Meister have to say today? Because he's had a couple of good ones. And I'm going to just go ahead and kick it off with this one because this is probably the best one of all uh, by far. And one of my favorites at least. And I'm going to pause this probably about three quarters of the way through. But it's long, but it's funny to listen to. Pumping up against the limits of Americans willing and eager to get the vaccine. How do we convince the holdouts? Well, you know, it is a, a, a smaller group, George, you're absolutely correct, that seem to be recalcitrant. So there are two major ways, I believe, 
that we can address that problem. One is to get trusted messengers, people who they trust, to get to them to convince them why it's important. Those messages could be anything from sports figures to entertainment figures to clergy or even to their family doctor to explain and convince them why it's important for their own health, for that of their family, and for the community in general. But the other way is what we're doing, is to make it extremely easy for people to get vaccinated. I mean, typical example is that now we have 40,000 pharmacies where you can actually just walk in, no computer, no online, no appointment, just walk in and get vaccinated, as well as mobile units that are going out. So those are the two major ways I believe we can just get into that group that really seems to be recalcitrant to get. So basically what he's saying there is, hey, don't worry about it. We're going to send your rap stars. We're going to send your your boyfriends. We're going to send all your movie stars out there. And we're going to give them a fake dose of the vaccine. Did you see it? Meanwhile, meanwhile, you're going to get, on the other hand, you're going to get um, the real dose of the vaccine and good luck with that. See how that one works out for you. Did, did you see Did you see the picture of the fake rock? The fake rock. Yeah. You know, the rock, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a picture of him supposedly taking the vaccine. Yeah, that ain't him. Hmm. First off, his neck, the whoever got the shot or the fake shot or whatever, his neck is about half the size of Dwayne Johnson's. Oh, yeah, because he's done way too many steroids to be that small. And this guy's eyes were blue. Ooh, there's a big issue. Dwayne Johnson's eyes are They're not, not blue. blue. Nope, not nope, not in nope. any any nope. way, shape, or form. Nope. So I've yeah. watched him since back in the day when he was on USA wrestling on yeah, you know they're, they're, Raw. They're not blue. No. Against Donald Trump amongst other people. <laughs> How crazy is that <laughs> That's one? That's pretty huh? funny. So um good old flip flop Fauci. And and I'm still starting that campaign where I think everyone should said uh should send Fauci some dollar Walmart flip-flops for Christmas. I'll I'll see if I can hunt up an address for that because I think that'd be funny as shit. So I am a big, I hate masks, right? I hate what they, I hate what they're doing to our kids. I hate what they're doing to people in general, the, the social isolation, the, the silencing of people's opinions, just everything that masks stand for, I absolutely hate because they don't work to stop the virus in any way, shape, or form. And I can show you six different studies, including some that have come out recently, that show that masks do not work to stop the spread of the coronavirus. But Fauci, in his infinite wisdom, is trying to claim that the seasonal flu completely disappeared last year because of people wearing masks. Tell me, Mick, do masks stop the flu? Uh, no. No. Why did we have no flu cases last year? Because everything was confused with COVID because they kept reporting positive COVID cases instead of flu cases because the flu and COVID present exactly the same A, but B, the bigger one is that they're both from the same, when you boil it down genealogically, they both come basically from the same disease. Yeah. So the common over the, you know, over virus disease, immune deficiency that everyone has COVID what COVID stands for. It's basically the common cold. Yep. So the flu, basically they stopped testing for the flu. I'll tell you what, if they stopped testing for COVID, you'd see the COVID numbers drop. 
Well, right. Well, yeah, but I mean, but even this that's not working even, in India right now. E- well, uh, India is a whole nother story. Um, and that's and that to me is even more ridiculous. India is a hoax, but um, no, not, I, not, don't, I don't think it's no, a hoax. No. Well, people are dying in India, but it's not from COVID. So I think there's something else. Uh, there is definitely something else going on, but we'll talk about that um, another day. I've been compiling a lot of stuff about that. Bill Gates actually has a lot to do with that one, and I'm going to throw that one out there. Okay, so. That was a really interesting sound. Yeah. Good job. Mick like well, broke his um, mic just now, so he's trying just... to fix it. Anyway, um, if you go on the CDC and you look at how they define COVID, they actually say that they count the COVID cases as it's COVID, influenza, and pneumonia all falls under positive COVID cases. So it's not that the flu disappeared. It's that the flu got reclassified as COVID. Well, it's not even that the numbers got redefined as to what the flu is, is what it really became. What it became is that the numbers were redefined. And since you redefine the numbers in a different aspect, you automatically alleviate the COVID positive cases or the flu positive cases, I should say, um, from what the numbers should be. So when you do these things, what people do not realize is that that's really dumb. It's really retarded because you don't get an accurate count of what is actually what. And this is what I've been saying from the beginning. How can you actually test for this disease? And I've been saying this since day one. How do you actually test for COVID? When COVID actually stands for what the flu virus comes out every year. This is COVID-20, okay? COVID-19. Well, COVID-19, COVID-20, whatever you want to call it. Um, COVID-19, all right? That means there were 18 other viruses that meet the COVID threshold. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy because we've never heard of COVID before until this year. But yet... If you've worked in the healthcare industry, you've heard of COVID before because COVID is those special flu seasons where we had radical amounts of flu that people had never seen before and strands of flu that were killing people left, right, and center that they were begging and trying to get people to put masks on their face that we never did because we all agreed that it was a- It didn't work. Well, no, it's not that it didn't work. It was a violation of our civil rights. And- in that, what they never did do before was claim that it was a pandemic. What have we done this time that we have never done before? Now it's a pandemic. Now it's a pandemic. Well, here's what Fauci has to say about us getting rid of masks. Of course, they're going to hit me on the freaking ads because I hate screw tube. Well, that's because you're doing it through screw tube. I told you. To Rumble. More states are rolling back COVID restrictions, including mask requirements. But while some may be ready to rip off the face coverings, the nation's top infectious disease expert says others may continue wearing them for different reasons. Francesca Amaker is here now with those developments. Good morning, you talk- you, Fran. Good morning, Sheba. And we've talked about that on the show several times. You know, are you going to wear your mask after this pandemic? Many people saying, yes, they plan to. But Dr. Anthony Fauci says even after the pandemic is over, some folks may be wearing their de- their mask for a different reason when respiratory illnesses are more prevalent. While on NBC's Meet the Press, he touched on how the nation has practically seen a non-existent flu season this year, mainly because people were taking precautions against against COVID. And Fauci's comments come weeks after the Biden administration relaxed federal health guidance for wearing masks outdoors. Now, Dr. Fauci also touched on the government's vaccination programs. He says the shots have been a game changer in the fight against... 
Okay, I was actually trying to find Fauci there, but of course they don't play him. Oh, here it is. Him in, in particular. Well, they probably do. You just got to give it another minute. Dr. Anthony Fauci says that federal guidance on wearing face coverings indoors may change soon as more Americans get vaccinated. If we get 70% of the people vaccinated by the 4th of July, namely one single dose, and even more thereafter, you may see blips, but if we handle them well, it is unlikely that you'll see the kind of surge that we saw in the late fall and the early winter. Okay, real quick, before we even continue with this, just so you all understand where we're at right now, um, understand this. We are currently, right now, what what's today? Today's the 10th of May? Yep. Okay, 10th of May. We're already sitting at 70% of the population receiving one shot or more. Um. No, we're we're not at 70%. We're at 70%. As of the other day, we are at 70%. Look it up. We are at 70% of the population receiving at least one shot. 70% of this population has received one shot. Um, Because they were talking about it the other day, and it was over uh, 90 million people had already received, or 190 million people had received the shot, at least the first dose. Because they've already started with mothers and infants um, as they were about to get into in that one piece that I was playing. And I was like, I was completely blown away with that one. I was like, why are you doing that? Because 45% of the population have received one dose. As of, uh, says who? Um, That was as of April 22nd. Says USAFacts.org. Well, I don't know if I can trust them. It's a liberal organization. So. They're all liberal organizations. Yeah, they're all going to be. But as of, okay, uh, from cdc.gov, do you trust them? No. As of April 29th. Are you serious? Have you listened to the retard that's yes, in charge of fucking cdc.gov? I would rather put my head through a plate glass Fine, window. But according to the CDC, uh, 43.3% of the U.S. population have received one dose and 30% of the U.S. population has been fully vaccinated. Okay. So, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, stop, stop. So you, you just said that. 40% of the population received one dose. 43% so far has received one dose. 30% of the population has received both and they're fully vaccinated. Um, does anybody else see a problem with those numbers? Or is it just me? Is it, Am I the only retard sitting here going, wait a minute? 13% haven't gotten their second dose yet. How is that pop? How is that possible? Because people aren't going back for their second dose. No, how is it possible? Even if you... Even if you elapse that by a month time standard, right? Yep. Because you're saying these numbers were reported when? Uh, this was as of April 29th, so just two weeks ago. 90% of the population within 21 days. Are re- so 90% of the population have received, or 90% of that population of what you're talking about received one shot. Now within that time frame, you're given a certain amount of time where you 21 days you have to return and get your second shot. Okay. Even 21 days after that fact, you have to go ahead and assume that that other 15% of what you're talking about of that population that I've, I've received the one shot are going back to get their second shot. So what about the single dose Johnson and Johnson folks there? Those people are considered fully vaccinated. So they fall in that 43.3% or the 30% that's been fully vaccinated. So that's where your number discrepancy comes in. No, the number discrepancy comes in 
with the way they're looking at this. Again, they're skewing the number. Of course they are. They're trying to promote fear. Of course they are. Because they're trying to make it sound like, well, nobody's getting... All right, folks, I got the vaccine. Again, I'm, I'm not saying that you have to go get the vaccine. I'm not telling you to go back, get the vaccine. I'm not telling you not to go get the vaccine. I am. I'm telling you this. No, you're not. You're not either. Shut the fuck up. Sit over there in the corner color before I throw something at you. Again, it goes back to what I told you before. It's between you and your doctor. You make that decision. Whether you want to get the vaccine or not is between you and your doctor. If I were you, I would listen to your doctor. You let your doctor tell you what you should do. I wouldn't go running out there and go do it unless you talk to your doctor first. If your doctor says, yeah, you're good. Don't worry about it. Then go do it. So let me ask you this, Mick, because you got the vaccine really early on. You got it back in December. Yep. If you knew then what you've learned since about the vaccine. I'd still get it. You'd still get it. Yep. Absolutely. Still would. Okay. Would have gotten it yesterday. If if it was like required, even if it wasn't required, I'd still go get it. What about a booster? No, I will not get a booster. There's a difference. A vaccine, you tell me it's a vaccine. That means it's a one and done type thing. If it, you say, even if it's a two and done type thing, that's fine. I can understand a two and done. You tell me that it's a two and done. Oh, but well, wait a minute. Now you're going to need it. Nope. Not going back for a booster. You can suck a dick. It's got more to do with the principle of it than anything else. I actually have a little card that now I can copy and send to all my friends and say, here, now you have a copy of what the card looks like. (laughs) Erase the name. You know how to do it. We've done it before. I did it in front of you. I showed you how to do it. Make the name disappear. Put your own name in there. You're good to go. Well, so you just said something about it being required. And by the way, they have, as of today, now officially approved um, the COVID shot for children ages 12 to 15. Correct. Under the emergency use use authorization. Um, Let me tell you, they are not coming anywhere near our teenager with that fucking needle. Not that he would let them near them anyway, because I was about to say, I'm really not going to like six grown men to hold him down to get any kind of a shot. I never worry about him becoming a drug addict. So even when he was a child, it would take six grown soldiers to hold his ass down. Oh no. Full of shit. You did not take him in. I most certainly did. Puppy shots. I no, not his puppy shots. That's a different story. But the other shots, I most certainly did. And I just looked at him and he looked at me and I said, go ahead and move and I'll knock you the fuck out. <laughs> and let me tell you something, that some bitch sat just perfectly still and he got his shots and he walked right the fuck on. Happy okay. as a day. Well, Happy as a clam. Point being is that's between him. Again, that goes back to being between him and his doctor. I've learned not to trust the doctors recently, oh, but Christ. that's personal experience. So, hey, there we Again, go. Again. Something it else. goes back to between you and your doctor, what you trust. You listen to what you do you. Yeah. We're not going to tell you to do you. We're not going to tell you how to do you. I'm just telling you, I got it. She doesn't have it. So she can't talk shit and she has nothing to stand on right now other than the fact, well, I just won't get it because I'm anti-vax. Well, that's great. I'm glad you're anti I didn't anti-vax. say I won't get it because I'm anti-vax. I'm not anti-vax. Our children are vaccinated. I am mostly vaccinated. I am anti-COVID shot. Point being- is it's between you and your doctor. You make that choice. You want to make your life easier? This is the way I looked at it. I want to make my life as easy as possible. I don't want to deal with bullshit. I don't want to deal with stupid people. How do I avoid stupid people and bullshit? Well, you say you're going to put out a vaccine. That's fine. Put out a vaccine. I'll get the vaccine. I got the vaccine. Guess what? I do not wear anywhere anymore. I do not wear my mask fucking anywhere. And yet when we get on a plane to go to Jamaica this summer... You're going to have to wear your mask 
even though you show your vaccine card. And that might be a rough one. We might not get on that flight. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying that we might not get on that flight because I really refuse. Actually, no, that's not true. You know what? I did see the coolest thing in the world. And yeah, I know you're all going to yell at me, but I saw it on Amazon. I'm probably going to buy it. It's the mask that makes the Darth Vader sound because it's an electronic <laughs> air mask that filters out the air. I probably will buy that for the flight just so I can be that big of an asshole on the flight. So the whole flight that we're flying there, it's going <sighs> to. <sighs> and then I would talk to them like, I said I'm Darth Vader. Luke, you're not my. I'm, I'm just going to walk around the first class cabin going, Luke, you are not my father. I, what? No, okay. no, no. Well, no, 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 no. hold on. So there, there's another way around wearing the mask or sh- having to show your vas- vaccine card on the flight. And now you're going to say I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist on this one, but it, it goes past vaccine passports. Okay. And this is crazy, but not really because back in 2016, 2016, Klaus Schwab, you familiar with Klaus Schwab? Yeah. Founder of the World Economic Forum, you know. Yep. Um, Supposedly uh, head, owner of New World Order. Yeah, gotcha. head of the, the New World Order, right? Yeah, yeah gotcha. lead, leading the charge on fucking us all. Yeah. So back in 2016, Klaus Schwab flat out Hey, said, by the way, he didn't fuck me, just so you're aware. Okay. I have not been fucked. Anyway. So. Um, exit only back there. Got a tattoo above my asshole. In, 2000, in 2016, he said that within a decade, humanity would be required to have implantable microchips to serve as a global health pass. 2016. Okay, Bill Gates. Anything implantable else? microchips. Bill Gates put them in us years ago. I'm, I'm confused. Your, I'm confused where the fuck you've global been. Global health pass. I got you. Again, one more time. Bill Gates put those in us years ago. Where the fuck have you been? You know, speaking of Bill Gates... Have you noticed how the mainstream media is seriously smearing him right now? Ever since the word of his divorce got out? Well, that's because they're trying to support Melinda. Are they though? Or are they throwing him hard under the bus? Because now they're talking about his ties to Jeffrey Epstein and she wanted to divorce him back then. And then this story came out that when he was in college, he would have these naked orgies at his house where he'd hire strippers to come swim in his pool with his friends. Hey, wait, stop. First of all, stop. All right. The fact that he had to hire the strippers, that just is a terrible orgy. I'm just saying. It is a terrible orgy, (laughs) but just hold your roll. Slow your roll because wait a minute. Again, I said this with Tiger. I've said this with every star that's had any problem with keeping his dick out of a warm pussy. All right. I'm just going to throw this out there real quick. Okay. If you had the money, would you not do it? I'd do it without the money. I don't give a fuck. Okay, so then shut the fuck up. What are you judging the dude on? Why I'm are you not, being over there being I'm a judgy bitch? I'm saying that the mainstream media is judging him, and since he was the media well, darling yeah, of for course, years- Of course they're going to do that. They're doing that because Melinda is- She's about to drop some shit. Melinda, she, she, Melissa, whatever. She's mm-hmm. about to drop some shit. She's about to pin some donkeys on tails and- put them on walls and all of a sudden everything is going to connect X, Y, and Z is going to connect. And now we're going to see the Gates foundation 
fucking the Epstein Foundation and the island on Epstein Island, and you're going to find out about kids. You're going to find out about adrenochrome. You're going to find out about all these other things. All of a sudden, the stars are going to like. This is what David was talking about when he said the stars aligned in the skies that night, and then all of a sudden, Jesus Christ was born. This is the shit we're talking about. This is the shit I've been talking about. This is the shit I've been talking about with all the crap about all the fuck about Rudy Giuliani and everything else that's come out about Trump. Everything is connected. That's what I said. Everything is We're connected. at that level. You're past that, babe. I know. You are harping on old news. This is old shit. This is all old. Everybody knows that this shit connects. Everybody does. And if you don't, again, I've got a good friend. His name is Bubba. He'll be by later with a fucking ball peen hammer okay. to bash in your front of the lobe. Well, there's one more connection. And I touched on this a couple weeks ago um, when I referred to Steve Hilton's episode where he was talking about gain of function research and how Fauci funded it and all that. Well, now that shit is really coming to the forefront because the people's liberation army in China released a CCP report that showed that back in 2016. Okay. So first you said that wrong. Cause it's not the PLA. It is, that would be the PLA, which would be the people's liberation army, the people's liberation army and the CCP is the communist control party. Correct. Right? So the, the communist, the, P, the PLA stole a report the from PLA, the CCP. The PLA does not fall under the CCP. Correct. Nor do they have any access to the CCP. Correct. But they got their hands on the CCP report and they released it. I highly doubt that. Um, go look it up. You I, go look I, something I'm up sure. once. What news? What news? Yeah, what news site did you get that from? Because I'm dying to know because 90% of the news you get out of fucking China. Daily now, Mail from the UK. That is still liberal. Yeah, and that they're pushing this out. I'm telling you right now that in 2016, China was weaponizing SARS as a bioweapon. Everybody knows that. Where have you been? Correct. Now the mainstream media is starting to come out with well, it, but it goes deeper than that because again, what we know and what a lot of people might not know is that Fauci funded it. Fauci no. funded. Fauci was behind it. He was behind the he research for funded it. it with our tax dollars. I have not heard that. I've heard that he's been behind it, that he helped with the research behind the uh, maybe the funding of aerosolizing it. But he moved the gain of function research from North Carolina to Wuhan. Yeah, no, I know that because okay. that's what that lab is known for. Yep. That's how we know about that lab. That's how mm -hmm. Trump knew about that lab. And now it's coming out more. They're saying it's more and more likely, which we've known the entire time, that it was a lab released bioweapon. Uh, wait, I was about to say, what are you talking about? Didn't come from a we wet knew. market in China. I'm saying we know that. But now what we've been saying for months, now the mainstream media is so what just you're saying starting is to come around. Proof is no, no, what you're what you're trying to say is that there's proof coming out Correct. in the mainstream media, which doesn't mean shit because they're all full of shit anyway. I gotcha. But it's proof of what we've been saying because they can't hide it any longer because the truth outs all the time. Well, I'm just saying that like when I bring shit out like that, it comes from obscure news sources that still actually conduct journalism. Mm -hmm. I don't go to something like the Daily Mail in the UK that I know for a fact is 100% liberally funded because CNN founded the Daily Mail in the UK. Well, I'll tell you what, the Daily Mail has been pushing some pretty... Yeah, but there's still a liberal organization. Even They're for, all liberal organizations. Even for British 
like news journalism, they are a liberal organization. I gotcha. And that is an ugly thing to say. And it just goes to prove my point, though. The truth is outing. The well, truth the truth always comes out. out. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Everything comes out in the truth. It doesn't, you can lie all you want. Eventually, the look at OJ. That's all I've got to say. Look at OJ. The truth will come out about OJ. You're going to find out that OJ killed his wife and that he got off with murder scot-free. And then he ended up in jail with colon cancer. And it's good. he's going to be on his deathbed and he's going to say, you know what? I did that. Okay. Well, I encourage our listeners to go look up the patents that Fauci holds that the NIAH. Yeah, no, the NIAD and the CDC. Which is the disease. It's just the disease side. Okay. Um, Because here's another truth that will come out in the end. Not only did Fauci fund this, not only did he participate in the gain of function research that developed this COVID virus that caused the pandemic in the first place, that they have propped up as much as they can so that they could push out this COVID shot because you know, who's going to be making money off the COVID shot? Fauci. I'm, you know what? And I'm going to go ahead and stop you there too, because I'm sure you are, because I guarantee you're going to say it's some stabilizing agent within the the, the vaccine. Guess what? <laughs> Again, I've got to fucking call you out on this one. Who is going to get approved with a vaccine stabilizer faster than anybody else. That's an, and that's not what I'm Who saying. Who is going to get approved for a vaccine stabilizer before anybody else will? Fauci. N- exactly. Why? Because he works for a government organization. A government organization will get that before any privatized organization will get it. Yeah. Why? Because it's within the realm of the government. The government supports it. The government's going to make it happen. And that's the way it's going to roll. So stop. Listen, I, no, you stop listen to me because listen. you're not, you just put words in my mouth. You was like, oh, I know you were going to say this. No, that's not what I was going to say. I wasn't going down that road at all. You just put words in my mouth and ran no, with you, something you else. You did say that. You did say that the drugs used within that. I didn't were- say anything about a stabilizing agent. I said, I'm talking about, it goes back to money that Fauci holds the patent Correct. because right now this, and this is where the booster shot comes in because, oh yeah. That right now they're saying that the COVID shots are free. They're not free. They're paid for with our tax, Again, taxpayer dollars. Again, you're not listening. You, you're not fucking listening. Of course he holds the patent. You hold the patent when you come up with something that remarkably stabilizes anything from a vaccine to a booster shot to anything. That patent, 100%, the government's going to approve you faster than it will approve any privatized company. So again, of course Fauci holds it. Of course Fauci's going to make money on it. Do you believe that honestly Fauci's going to make a dollar from that though? He will. I believe that he will eventually, but do I believe that he's going to make it now? No, you want to know why? Because he's under a liberal president. That liberal president's going to tax the shit out of him. He's not going to make a dime off of it right now. Why? Because he's smart. He set it up under liberal precedents. He knew exactly what he needed to do and he has it set up exactly that way. My point is that you're damn right he holds the patent. Why wouldn't you put a patent on it? Why wouldn't you put a patent on anything that had to do with every drug ever created from this date forward? When you can control it, that's where my problem with Fauci is. He can control it because he can say, nope, you can't do this in a drug. He put Why a patent can't on it you? four years ago. Thank you, Captain Obvious, for fucking joining the conversation. This is what I'm fucking talking about, dumbass. Obviously. Why wouldn't you? If I could have done it four years ago and said, hey, look, you cannot use these drugs in sequence or do this in this way. You have to use this. And it's my patent on that drug. Guess what? 
Now you've got to do it that way. Who's making the money on it? I am. Not the fucking government. Not anybody else. I put the patent on it. It's my name. Do you understand where I'm going with this now? Yeah. He, why not? If the government is not going to stop you from doing it, why not? No answer. So my point being, Fauci can do whatever the, that's my problem. That's been my problem with Fauci from the beginning. Other than he also just looks like a shifty little fucking nerd that I never trust ever. Like he could be doing my vasectomy and I still wouldn't trust that motherfucker. It's the most simplest procedure in the book. All you got to do is go in there, snip some lines. I'd be sure that that motherfucker would leave him connected. And next thing you know, you end up pregnant again. I'm just saying, follow the money. It, of course it's you money. Always follow the money. Of course it's money. And how do they you don't think, give, they don't give a how fuck do you about think our we health. got to Soros? They, how do you think we got back ex- to Soros? Exactly. Oh, oh yeah. It's I, all money. What, one more money thing. Cause I forgot to throw this in before, before we wrap up here, going back to Katie Hobbs. Hi. She's another money whore. Taiwan. She except she got, she disclosed that she took money from a foreign agent from Taiwan. You know what they said in Arizona? Well, it's not illegal in Arizona, so it's okay. It's illegal federally, but it's not illegal in Arizona. So wait a minute. How about this one? How about that foreign agent that she accepted money from came from George Soros? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Wait a minute. Well, how did how'd that happen? By way oh, of Taiwan. No, by way of Antac. Antac again behind this Soros shit, behind all of this shit, because they were investigating fucking corruption in Taiwan too. This is where I'm going with it. It's all connected. Everything. This is like an inbred family, folks. This is like there's a tree that goes straight up with no branches. You know who else Soros funds? I can only guess. Your your favorite person, your favorite Georgian in the whole world. Oh. Stacey Abrams. There you go. And you know what? She wants to run for president now. She absolutely wants to be president. I hope she does. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Because I tell you what, her and Michael could be like president and vice president. I I don't know. Michael's dick is a little too thick to fit between the big gap in her front teeth. I don't know. She's got some big roles. She can hide that dick somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, folks, like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, get your friends in on this. I don't know what you got to do. Just fucking tell them about us and they come listen, make their own minds up. Uh, I did send out a request to Bongino. I'm trying to get Bongino on our show before he launches his live uh, radio show on the 24th. So I'm trying to get him on our show. Um, I still haven't heard nothing back from O'Keefe. I'm still waiting for that one. So James, if you'd listen to us or if you've been listening to us, Hey, just drop us an email. Even if you're not going to come on, just tell us, Hey, Thanks for the invite, but sorry, you guys are too radical for me, or I don't know. I don't care what the fuck you tell me. You can tell me, hey, fuck off, you faggot. I'd be like, straight, you're cool, dude. At least you're honest. I mean, that's all I want is a little bit of honesty out of some of my fucking people. That's it. Either way. um, Exciting news. We are going to be attending the Health and Wellness Conference, as I affectionately refer to as the Q-Fest, in Tampa, June 17th through the 20th. So... Uh, we're going to try and work on doing some live streams from there. We'll definitely get video of, oh, General Flynn and Linwood and all those people that are, um, like minded to us. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to put Mick and General Flynn in the same room again. I think it's going to be fun. No, that'll be a blast. I know. We're going to have to go drinking with General Flynn. We might have to. Okay. Might have to go get some beers with him. (laughs) But either way, um. 
we also uh, have uh, a couple swap casts coming up. Um, we're going to be on the Jackasses. Um, yep, yeah, we're doing Jackasses on the next Saturday. Or this uh, coming Saturday. Yep. This coming Saturday will be on Jackass. I think it's Friday, actually. Is it Friday? Yeah. Friday or Saturday. I yeah, the 14th which. Friday. Yeah, yep. 14th. Yep. That's right, because I'm working Saturday. So, uh, yeah, we'll be on Jackasses this Friday. And then on um, we'll also, um, we're trying to pull on uh, Janet this week. And uh, we're going to bring her on for our uh, Vax update. And uh, we went on her podcast. That'll be dropping soon. So, hopefully. We on Deplorable Nation um, and we're going to try bring uh, Missy back on uh, hopefully this week as well. Uh, we're going to probably do two real big, heavy uh, conspiracy podcasts this week, and then we'll jump back into the news next week. And Missy and I got, have some big news, but we're going to wait for that podcast to drop that news. So, that's so gonna we're going to we're going to bring them back on. Um, we're going to bring Janet back on because Janet will be huge, um, just because it's Janet. It, we love Janet. We love Janet. So. Um, and from what I understand, she wants to talk to about talk to me about my speedos. So I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> she loved the speedo song. She said she was crying, laughing about that one. That was that was pretty fucking funny. By the way, that is mixed theme song. So when he played that song, he literally busted out his speedos and even though I don't shook, have any, shook his even ass though I don't have any because I, I have them all funny. packed up and because uh, we were in, we're in the process of moving, so I was like. Uh, so I we just, can have a real studio. I just hiked up my underwear and made him look like I was wearing Speedos. <laughs> and it hurt pretty bad. But anyway, it was hysterical because um, it is a theme song of mine. And my kids deemed it. They were like, Dad, you're the Speedo song. So <laughs> I wear the Speedos. So I do wear Speedos. All right. So um, anyway, you can find me on Twitter at VLynQ and uh, our Telegram, the Patriot Party with VLyn and Mick. And of course, the links will be in the show notes. Um, and follow the money. Well, yeah, I mean that's the best way to go. Yeah. Either way, uh, as for the Mick and Belen, we're gonna go ahead and uh, get the fuck out of here because, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna take it. Yeah, I'm not gonna take it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>